0: time we up we hit the bacon then we took out all these fucking ones and I'm got this one No I'm not the one but I'm a fucking turn up until I see the morning sunset. that Tiger bone got the
1: Henny up Blow the bitch just like I'm blowing through some cleanness. no more pussy for bitch Real, real Welcome real back to the con girl. man podcast. My I am your host Sean. And we'll always us with us. me, my buddy Adam Hester. What's going on?
2: Hello. Welcome to the Con Man Podcast.
1: Yeah, guys. Thank, thanks for thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Instagram at, at con underscore man underscore podcast. Uh you can find us there. Um like we're on all your RSS feeds, so like wherever you find your podcast for audio, most people listen to their podcast, but you can also find us on video. We're we're on Rockfin, we're on Rumble, Odyssey, all that, and you can also find our Patreon on on the Rockfin. So like it's it's all there. Mm-hmm. So so if you want to support help support the show, you can go to um to Patreon, Rockfin, or even go to our our merch store, which is. That that will be in our bio. It's it's in the show notes. So you can find it all there. So, if you want to support the show, or if you're like, or you can even hit me up. Be like, hey, kind of struggling for money, whatever. Like, I'll give you, I'll give you the the um the what's it called the the promo code. So yeah, I mean, um, the promo code. I won't make any money, but fuck it. If you want, if you're like super into the show and just want a shirt, like see what we can do. Yeah, if you're
2: struggling, like you gotta send us a compelling letter yeah so send so us a really sad story i want to hear a sad story and then um, you know maybe we'll yeah. just we'll just ho- hook you up for free prove it to us yeah don't don't don't, don't be lazy yeah yeah go out there and get shit done and you have to provide your uh social media information so we can see mm-hmm. if you're driving around in a fucking g-wagon yeah and going out to fancy uh brunches like you can go fuck yourself. No welf- welfare queen's here. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I just I need to see somebody who's like working graveyard shift at AM PM and is just struggling living in a, a studio apartment with five other guys. We'll hook you up. <laughs> I mean, it's everyone in Austin. <laughs> yeah, it's it's
1: it I just did you I was just watching this thing online where all those car Did you see that thing on on Lamar and and Barton Springs with the the Cars that like
2: basically shut down the streets, they're doing a fucking sideshow out there, yeah. And the I know I was like, bro, this is what I fucking escaped the goddamn Bay Area for. Like, I thought I was looking at like downtown Oakland or some shit. I'm like, fucking, you know, it's come on, Austin's not going, it, it, it's every week, there, it gets worse. It's it that it's a bad sign,
1: I yeah. Think. I mean, it's a great city, um, it's fun, fun, a lot of fun stuff to do, uh, a lot of cool, like, like, it's great, music scene's great. You could see like the best stand up com- comedy in the country.
2: So, it's a, and then leave your goddamn fucking Fast and the Furious fucking hood bullshit at the goddamn door, please.
1: Yeah, there's like a video of a guy that was standing next to it. The, the craziest thing is this thing is doing uh like donuts, and it's like spinning out, and the people are just standing right next to it, like you're you're gonna die, and then it hits this fire thing, like this it was. I don't know how they to They like lit it.
2: the street on fire. The, fi- the street was on fire, and then the it, car like it tilted ju- through it and threw the fire at people sitting there somehow. Yeah, it was amazing. Lit them on fire, and they're wearing like polyester track pants, so it's just like napalm. Yeah, yeah. There, there was like three people on fire. Yeah, it was chaos. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah, total total shit show.
1: And it's kind of by downtown. Downtown's a real shithole. hole. <laughs> I was telling this lady the other day. Because I was just saying that, that Austin's a, basically a third world country. I know it's like popular to talk shit about Austin, but like I mean, you're seeing it, and it's it's not good. Like we we had a freeze, and like people were like, "Oh, it's a it's the grid again." But like people in Dallas didn't lose their they didn't lose their power like we did. People in Houston, uh, El Paso, whatever, San Antonio, San Antonio didn't lose their power either. I mean, they probably had some people that lose lost power, but it was like a lot. People yeah. were out of power for a week for ice. I know ice isn't good, but a whole fucking week. And then the water. Whenever they they did get electricity back, they were like, "You have to you have to boil your water because the
2: water is now poison." Like, what is happening here? Well, a lot of people here are uh, lazy and dumb. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people's obsession with fucking trees.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: makes me want to fucking vomit. It makes me want to hang myself from a fucking tree. Yeah. That's it's like, fuck your tree. Like the worst thing you can have in your yard is an Oak tree. Okay. Mm-hmm. You fucking have acorns falling, denting your fucking your shit. Yeah. Also acorns. You have a few thousand of those fall in your grass. Good luck getting those off your grass. Yeah. You think your lawnmower's is going to pick that up? It's not, it's going to launch them at into your, your window, <laughs> into your window and at your shin bones. It's like, and they fall apart. We and they get and they get diseases where they just fall over.
1: One thing about this podcast, we fucking hate trees. Yeah. Fuck the trees. Trees
2: are for losers. Yeah. Trees One, should be used for uh firewood.
1: Yeah. And well, pencils. And then they're and then they're dangerous. It almost killed Greg
2: Abbott. That's why he's in in a wheelchair. This guy You would think that he would be the first guy to be like, we need to get rid of trees.
1: Yeah. He was a he was a healthy young man. He used to yeah. go for jogs, and then a fucking tree just fell on him. Probably during the winter. Probably during the winter. There was probably an ice storm, and this yeah. idiot was like, I'm going to go for a run.
2: Yeah, it's like, fuck trees, you know? Yeah. It seems like there would be a better way to protect power lines, too.
1: Yeah, just get rid of the trees, and, and then just put, like, just put a blanket for the shade. That's all you need. A big mm-hmm. blanket.
2: Well, people talk get about... Get rid of trees. Shade, but it's just like... Like, what you what you... I don't know. This seems like to be a more efficient way to shade your house. Also, trees take a lot of water. So climate change, you need water, don't you?
1: Get yeah. rid of the trees. We don't need them. We have too many trees now.
2: Yeah, we have too many trees. I
1: think uh, they had that whole thing back in the day where they were planting a bunch of trees around the world. Like, there's more trees today than there was, uh, like, like 50 or 60 years ago.
2: I yeah, saw that stat somewhere. And, I mean, there's whole... Chunks of forest that are trees that are planted for the purposes of making paper out of them. That's like how many trees there are. They're like, can we just make a forest that's just for paper? And they're like, okay. Yeah,
1: and then no one's no one's getting paper anymore. Mm-hmm. The fuck we have these trees for? We're not. I mean, we're, yeah. are we heating up things anymore? But there's not enough people. Yeah, there's too many trees. Yeah, go go to the Pacific Northwest. They, 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 there's they, so
2: many trees. Those trees should be made into nightsticks. Mm-hmm. For Austin police to beat the fuck out of people who are running sideshows in intersections downtown, or or
1: you can create like just cut up little little sticks, so like when people are are riding on their bikes and say yeah. on your left, you can just put it
2: inside their fucking uh wheel. L- or I was gonna say in, inside their, their lung because yeah. you can sharpen in the end of the stick and just just stab them. All of the above, yeah. People that ride bicycles suck. I, I fucking hate bikes.
1: Oh, I hate bicyclists. Yeah. And, and and what really pisses me off about that is I like riding bikes. Yeah. But the people that ride bikes are fucking gay. Yeah. Not gay like homosexuals, but like gay as in... You what's the worse than that?
2: gay. People who run marathons. Yeah. I, we should do an episode on marathons because I'm like, okay. <laughs> I've been to enough major cities that all have... Fucking marathons. Yeah. Why? You know what I mean? Like most most sports, you can track its lineage, football, baseball, soccer. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, what is this marathon bullshit? They're not athletes either. Because when they shut down Austin, they shut down everything in this like snake-like pattern that weaves through the fucking city. So no matter where you go, you're going to have a fucking street shut down and you need to detour at least five or six times to get to where the fuck you need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck marathons. Fuck anyone who has ever run a marathon. I don't care if it was your grandma, your mom, fuck your grandma and your grandma. Like marathons are for losers. Yeah. Okay. Everyone who runs a marathon should have a tree fall on them. That's probably how Greg Abbott became a spinal (laughs) because he was fucking running a marathon and a tree fell on him. And that's where I support trees.
1: Because Marathon's I fucking it. suck. And
2: yeah. I, I, I'm with you on
1: that. I used yeah. to work at this. They should build
2: a memorial mm-hmm. out that of tree. that tree. Yeah. Commemorating w- w- who it fell on and killed or crippled. <laughs> yeah. And it's that would make me happy. It's
1: just a, it's just a crooked
2: spine. Yes. Yeah, carve a spine. <laughs> a crooked one. Or a person with a tree on it. Carve <laughs> a tree out of the tree.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was working at this restaurant in, in uh, it was in South Congress as a seafood restaurant, mm-hmm. and I used to work brunch. And they would—they always had marathons on Sundays. Mm-hmm. A lot of—well, I don't know every time, but I remember like going into brunch and like not being
2: able. I—we'd have to park farther. Of course, they're on Sundays because the, the most atheist thing you can do is fucking yeah. run a goddamn marathon <laughs> the, that's closing down public streets on a Sunday. The Piece fun shit.
1: The funniest thing that I saw there. So like, there was this lady. The, like, there's people just watch. You know, people just watch people run marathons
2: yeah which is also i don't know what's sadder running a marathon or watching people run a marathon
1: this this car was like he was going through because like you like they let this other car kind of go through so he can go and park i guess yeah and this lady didn't see and she like jumped in front of it and it hit her and then like the the husband was like screaming like "Ah!" like he was screaming really loud and the guy Like, the car was going, like, five miles per hour. She didn't get hit that hard. She just, like, yeah. kind of, like, knocked her down. Yeah. And then the guy gets out of the car. He thought he was, like, one of the runners. Mm-hmm. And it was for, like, breast cancer awareness. And mm-hmm. he was like, he's like, oh, sorry I hit you in my car, but I really support what you guys are doing out here.
2: He's like, at least I didn't run over your
1: tits. <laughs> he was, but, he like, the way he apologized I, to her,
2: I really support what you're doing.
3: Yeah,
1: as. it was so, like, me and my buddy, because I, I gave one of my buddies a ride to work that day. Yeah. We like, we saw this all happening and then we like (laughs) looked at each other and we like laughed for like 10 minutes straight. We could not stop laughing. (laughs) It's really support what you're doing out here. But
2: yeah, so we're, we're, we're over here airing grievances. We don't. Yeah. You know what? Uh, We had a whole show uh, planned. We should probably, (laughs) if we're going to have a pissing and moaning fucking episode, we should just write one.
1: Yeah, we we can. I mean, that that should be our Patreon. Just airing grievances.
2: Sure, we we'll, we we'll could just do a grievance episode. That's a great idea. Like women drivers. Oh in yeah. Austin. There's no. <gasps> if you're a woman, there's yes. absolutely no reason for you to be operating a vehicle inside the city limits of Austin, Texas. Yes.
1: Oh my God, this is a great idea. I can't I'm, believe I'm, we've never done this. I mentioned
2: it on one episode. I just completely sidelined an entire episode one time where I was just talking about, there's no reason for women to be driving, mm-hmm. in, specifically in Austin. Because yeah. it would be sexist to say everywhere. I was like, no, in Austin, there should be no woman drivers yeah. at all. And then I actually looked up some fucking stats to back up my theory. I just looked up, I'm like, yeah, women, you're, if you're, you're more likely to get hit by a woman by a car. Mm-hmm. You know, If you're going to get hit by a car, it's probably from a woman.
1: You know, it'd be funny. What if what if all the trains trains that derailed? What yeah. if they're all driven by women? Women train conductors. Yeah, women train conductors. They're when they're,
2: diversity goes wrong.
1: Yeah, they're like, why are these all crashing? They're like, why can't I turn? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, it's a train, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been getting a lot of messages about these train derailments. Get mostly from me. Yeah, I, I, like, no, it's like from everybody. It's uh, coming from. There's, there's too many. There's so many, and I've, I've, they're very really interesting, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's it's all over Instagram, Twitter. I mean, we, uh, it's definitely something. Yes, it's strange that these are like the whole thing with Pete Buttigieg. We were like, well, we 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 have like a thousands of these of a year, and when I was thinking when he said that, I was like.
2: He said we you, have thousands of train derailments a year.
1: Yeah, or something, it was like some crazy number. I was like, what? There's no way that's real. Yeah. Also, you're in charge of transportation. Mm-hmm. That should be fireable right there. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's going to blame, like, oh, we're not paying enough taxes. I'm like, okay.
2: Yeah, we can fix this with some more tax money. Let me see. I'm going to look up train derailments. Let's just say 2016.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then so you have this, these train elements. The one in East Palestine, Ohio. Am I saying that name right? Is it Eastern
2: Palestine or it's, it's East it's Palestine? Actually. Palestine. Oh, yeah. I Ooh. don't know why there's a difference. Well, like, that, I don't well, want to say it like some goddamn brown person yeah. living in the desert.
1: <laughs> I think it's the Killing Jews. <laughs> Which, okay. Well, uh, okay, it's Palestine. Palestine. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, in, in this whole thing in East Palestine, Ohio is so crazy. It's like it's like a, a the new they're calling it the New Chernobyl like people that that um, that are in our community, which I I could totally see they blow up this train mm-hmm. because the stop so it won't have a to stop it from blowing up. I don't I don't understand why they blew up the train I guess the to stop it from shooting shrapnel at people at, at buildings. Someone was explaining to me. I was like, how, "I don't understand what that means." Blowing up
2: was, uh, there was a train blown up.
1: Yeah, they blew up. They blew up one of the trains.
2: The they did something, and they said that was a good thing. That was a good thing. I don't know if they knew this, but trains are mostly made of metal, mm-hmm. and when you blow up metal, that's typically defined as shrapnel. Yeah, I don't understand how that's better. Did you send me that video with the guy that was a uh, that that said he built that he would build the
1: the like barrels that has the chemicals in them? They said they're like. Because they said it spilled. It got knocked over, so it spilled over. Mm-hmm. But he was saying, I build these things. If they fall over, there's not going to be a spill. Like, these things are made out of fucking, like. I didn't send that to you. Oh, okay. It's really interesting. Hmm. But, um, dang, hey, I kind of want to send you this now. Because this a, I don't even remember who sent it to me. Wait, where's my phone at? I'm sure I'm going I'm sure I'm to have to edit this part out. But it's fine. I hit so many of these messages that I, I like, even with that guy was like, hey, um, uh, I want to talk about Google with you. And he put it, like, on, a, on one of those messages that disappear. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. Let me send this to you real fast and you can just pop it up. Oh, shit. Let me send this. I'm going to send this
2: to you and then you can just pop it up. No, there's a lot of train accidents, but I, I'm wondering what exactly that means. Oh, I send it to your Instagram.
1: Would you be able to pop it up on your on your computer if it's on on Instagram? Sure. But i want to I, I want to talk about this guy that's talking about the um because he says he's a welder for these chemical um containers. It's like two minutes long, but it's really interesting what he's saying. I don't know if it's true, but if it's you want to
2: like, you you want to pop up the video right now? Yeah, pop it up okay when it when I hear it it's from Bar, uh, Breitbart?
1: it's that black guy I don't think it's the right one okay hold
2: on okay it's this it's one right the here. black guy okay here's the black guy All right go for it good we're on
1: oh I think you get the audio
0: there it is it look like this but besides that I'm a welder. I weld hazardous waste material containers. I weld the containers that these chemical spills, that these, con- that the shit that's carrying this stuff. I weld what carries these things. These containers are not meant to break. These containers do not just pop open. If I dropped this container from a thousand feet, this container wouldn't break. These containers are made of steel, galvanized steel. Whatever the materials needed to handle this, to handle the waste that's inside or to handle the chemicals inside, we got that covered. It sends through a water test to make sure there's no holes in it and all of that at the end before we even ship these out to the consumer that's buying these products. These chemical spills are intentional. They have been intentional because there is no way that once a train derails, You get a little boom, 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 boom. Some containers tip over, and this shit is falling out. No. These are not trash cans. These are not coffee mugs and shit. These are not stuff you see normal products in. This is not shit you can go in a grocery store, pop open the lid, and now I got my stuff. It don't work that easy. You know how long it takes to get these containers open? It takes two people at one time to unlock these containers. One on each side. Unless you're doing it by yourself, that take even longer. But it take one, two people to open this drone. These doors on these fucking containers and these tops on these containers are hundreds of pounds. Hundreds of pounds. These are made by engineers. They design these to withhold these things, to be able to travel with these materials without leaking out and people dying in the process. When you telling me these train derailments and all this shit These chemicals It's intentional Because even if the train tipped over Even if the train crashed Even if the train whatever If a train derailed Those containers are not breaking For them to be broken open They mean they were broken open Shit That's it It's intentional Stop drinking water. Stop using water as much as mm-hmm. you can. Just take a pause on it. Until you figure out all this shit that's going on with this water.
3: All right, so, I mean. For educational purposes yeah. only. Oh, shit.
0: Um.
2: Well, two things. One, I don't know the efficacy of the, the strength of those containers. Same. But at the same time, all this fucking... Train shit, uh, I think is probably done on purpose.
3: Yeah. Uh, I think it's
2: a coordinated effort. You know, it's it's like when all the fucking Amazon trains people would just jump on the fucking trains yeah. and open them in transit. Oh and yeah, and through
1: all the stuff. I forgot yeah, about that.
2: Yeah. Uh shout out to to Jeff Newquit. He was the one who sent that to me.
1: Thanks, so. Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff sends great videos. I hey. think
2: it's completely possible that people uh, are sabotaging trains. I'm like, this this is totally coordinated. I, I know too many dudes who were like freight train riders. Mm-hmm. Like, trains travel through the middle of fucking nowhere. It's not like there's security guards monitoring them. Anyone can jump on a fucking. Many people can jump onto a train and sabotage it. Yeah. So I'm I'm not saying that's exactly what it is. I'm saying that. That is completely plausible that people are doing this on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like, so
1: like, what 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 chemical co- came out of this? Like, it, it's not just the train derailment thing; it's yeah. the chemical part of it. Like the
2: vinyl chloride that was in this thing. Yeah. It's never a train filled with like Ikea furniture and yeah. fucking Kellogg's cornflakes. It's always something that contains something that's incredibly flammable.
3: <laughs> yeah. And
1: they blow or this toxic. Thing.
2: Yeah. And it go when they blow this thing up, like I was saying earlier,
1: it goes into the fucking atmosphere. Yeah. It's gotta come back down. It's going to come back. I think when something happens, when you, um, uh, something with vinyl chloride where it turns into acid rain. That acid rain is going into your water supply. It's going into the soil where you grow food. Mm -hmm. So
2: that's scary. Also, I I watched Chernobyl recently. Good, right? With the wife. It's very good. Um, I think people are being a skosh hyperbolic because mm. what happened in Chernobyl was, yeah. like, was a whole lot bigger, oh, yeah. a whole lot worse. Um, go watch Chernobyl. That it is one of the most brutal fucking, things. I will say I never watched Chernobyl. I didn't watch it when it came out. Me and the ladies powered through it just in the past couple days. And tell me why I completely called that. The, uh, the lady character, mm-hmm. uh, she was actually in, uh, uh, red dragon, the, uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, she's the blind lady, Yeah. Uh, I totally called. I was just like, there's something off about that fucking character because she goes to the hospitals and like interviews, like she, she goes there and interviews all these patients that were all fucked up from the radiation from Chernobyl. And, and she's the one that tells the, uh, the main doctor guy, like you, like we're going to this like court hearing. You need to be the one that speaks out against, it. I was like, that's weird. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why doesn't she just fucking do it?
3: I didn't think She's like, that. It would
2: mean more if you get up and say it. I'm like, and, and the guy was like, uh, one of them was just like, Oh no, I think she might've actually said, she's like, well, it's basically a kangaroo court. They're going to fuck it They're It's already determined. It's a show trial. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, if it's, a sh-. but there was like a handful of people from the outside that would hear them disclosing that the, uh, that the power plant was mismanaged and whatever. I'm like, well, if it's, I'm like, then you do it, bitch. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter. And then at the end of Chernobyl, if you notice, they do a little thing where it kind of tells you like what happened to everybody. Yeah. It's like, Oh, well this, the, the, the diver, the three divers guys that went in there, like they actually, two of them ended up living to be like old as fuck. And yeah. And Yada, yada, yada. And, and then they're like, oh, yeah, the lady character, uh, she was a fictitious character that was just made up. Oh, really? She wasn't even a real person. I was like, I knew it. Because I was like, her character made no fucking sense. She was the one who tells, she was like poking the main guy like, you need to be the one that discloses the truth. He's like, I'm going to get shot in the fucking head if I do that. Why did they have her in there? I don't I don't understand what she does. She, they, but Also, she was, she like knew everything. She was like smarter than the main guy. And I'm like, they should have put a black trans woman in there. I'm like, if she was the person that saved everything, because they're like, mm-hmm. basically, because of her, mm-hmm. everything was saved. I was like, not
1: the fucking doctor. Like, that, we like, would have
2: heard about her. Yeah. You know, that's like saying, that's like uh, if Amelia Earhart was mm-hmm. like, not real, they're like, oh, we just made her up. There was actually some dude flying the plane. You know, it's like, well, if it was a dude, it, he would have he made, made, li- yeah, he <laughs> he made. made it. He would have made it. He would have moved around the whole globe and landed it. Yeah. Even if, even if his plane crashed, he would have swam to shore easily. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I was like, there's something off about that fun character. Because I'm like, she she says all the right things at all the right times. She's the one that's, like, goading the fucking, you know, the main dude into doing the right thing. And I'm like, I, we would have heard about this dude. yeah. And then at the end, they just, just one one little fucking title card. It's like, oh, Son yeah, her character bitch. was uh, made up for this show. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, you couldn't just let the fucking... The main guy, the physicist, just be the fucking hero who did the right thing. Like, he, if it wasn't for this woman, he wouldn't have fucking ever had the balls to stand up against the Russian communist government.
1: <laughs>
3: also, it's every like,
2: strong man is a stronger woman. It's like this one guy's it's like. This guy wouldn't have stood up to the Russian communist government or the KGB if it wasn't for this woman mm-hmm. doing all the groundwork. And then you found out that, like, all her work in the show was bullshit. She
1: really was the worst character, too.
2: Yeah. Also, I don't need anyone to be a fucking hero. It's like he's a physicist working for the fucking Soviet Union. I'm like, I don't need him to do all the right things at the right time. I, I don't need him to look, through, look at the world through, like, some heroic American... Mm-hmm. Westernized lens. I need him I, to yeah. act like a physicist who works for the Soviet Union. I'm to, fine with yeah. That. To to be real,
1: is a woman wouldn't be in that position anyway. Yeah. But they in did, they, is, they did
2: sacrifice a lot of people, which I did appreciate. That level of just like, like when they send in the miners, that was brutal. And they're like, like don't you don't you guys want to wear protection? And then they're just like, I work in a coal mine. My yeah. lungs are already fucked. Like I I, don't care. I like, can.
1: Have, I can appreciate HBO in their, in their, like, you you just know it's a great HBO show when there's, when there's Hanging Dong. Yeah. All the great shows on HBO is there's Hanging Dong. Of course. Like, it's, it's it's part of it. It, It's like their watermark
2: on the show. But also, I mean, I get it to some extent that they needed the main physicist dude. He needed somebody to talk to. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he couldn't talk to the main dude because he is, like, you know, working for fucking Gorbachev and shit. And he doesn't like being questioned. He doesn't like any pushback or anything. But it's, like, that lady is the only person he could talk to. I'm just, like, that motherfucker didn't talk to nobody the whole time. There wasn't somebody he can confide in. Yeah. You had to make up somebody for him to talk to. It's, like... He should be talking. Shame like, on you, Chernobyl, because yeah, he, if Chernobyl was, um, if they made that a movie, if they cut that down to, like, two and a half hours, it would have been the best movie of the year. Yeah. Easily. It, it's so good.
1: But, uh, yeah.
2: I love Chernobyl. I love the show. I, right. I, had, I, I had to vent about that. But you're right. I, 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 d- knew, d- I knew it, and i never seen that fucking show before, but I knew that that fucking character, there was something completely fictitious about it. And I was right. Yeah. So... <laughs> It's, I never, uh, that's why I like telling you when I watch something. I, I, I mean w- Adam has a completely sexist point of view on this show. <laughs> let's, let's, let's let's get him fired up. He's been drinking. Grievances
1: is, is going to be our new podcast thing. I'm going to think of stuff that pisses Nothing me off. Nothing against the that one.
2: actress. Are, she's very good. Everyone in that show is absolutely fantastic and deserves an award. It just didn't make sense. Uh,
3: but,
2: I- yeah. <laughs> the show is
1: great, though. If, if you haven't seen Chernobyl... I, I tell everyone to watch Chernobyl because it's very – it's it's brutal. It has a great, it has a great story. Mm-hmm. It's
2: – there's that burp. And the kid who has to shoot all the dogs and shit. Oh, my God. That's the kid in uh, The Killing of a Sacred Deer. I haven't seen and that. He, you, should, you should check out that movie. He's mm-hmm. like the main antagonist in that film. That kid is Dude, when the they had to kill those fuck, fucking he's... puppies, I was like – I remember watching that show by yeah. myself. I, I, they I, never showed them shooting a dog, though, which I was like – I appreciate that. I'm like – why you got to bitch out like that. Yeah. Just show it it's fine. <laughs> not me. Just make like, just you what you can't shoot a sh- CGI dog? Yeah, they did. It's, not, um, it's um, not like they have to shoot a real dog. Everything else was CGI. Every anytime you saw a horizon, mm-hmm. most of the buildings were not real. Yeah. Everything was like on a fucking soundstage. Everything else, everything was fake. Everything looked good. It did look it good. It looked amazing. But it was like you can't shoot a CGI dog? Yeah. You know, that was a committee thing where they're just like, we can't. Mm -hmm. Someone's like, well, it's not a real dog. We're going to shoot a fake dog. And they're just like, we can't show that.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) I'm like, well, then I I literally thought, remember that scene where the guys like go outside, I'll kill these dogs. And then you just hear like the gunshots. Yeah. Because it's all the puppies. I thought it would have been a lot more gangster if um, he, you don't hear any gunshots and he just Just walks out with a bloody knife. (laughs) Because I thought that was going to happen. I thought he was just going to kill all of them with a fucking knife. Yeah. And but you just hear the gunshots, and I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like, dude, you have a fucking metal diaper on to protect your balls from radiation. I just these don't seem like the type of guys who would be wasting ammo. Yeah. On just shooting. But they're not fighting.
1: They're not fighting the Afghani's. They're they're they're. they're, Yeah. I guess you can. I don't think they're gonna. They're worried about running out of also, ammo.
2: That's a good point because it's like you, you're sitting around. You just got done. You're like battle hardened, fighting fucking Afghan Afghan yeah, the warriors. They're the fighting the Mujahideen. Like, and like, dude, you don't need. You don't feel the need for trigger time mm. by killing dogs. I'm sure these guys just be like, I, it's not a big deal. You know, it's, it's not a big deal to them. Yeah. The the kid he was also. It's like, why don't just let them starve? Yeah. No people are going there anyways. Just let them starve. That's true. Most of those animals, they're domesticated. They're not hunters. They'll rather get killed by wolves or coyotes, or they'll starve to death. So this is what I think. Or they'll die of
3: radiation,
2: (laughs) which is the worst way to die. I'm just like, what is what is? Because there was two episodes like that where they were just like they stray off of the main storyline, and I'm like, okay. Every great show has like a few episodes that are just fluff where like nothing matters. You're just like, oh. Here's like a human interest story of yeah. people living in this time where it's just like, okay, I guess we're just. Put on the dog murder episode. Let, let's do one where the guys are killing dogs. <laughs> That's a whole
1: episode is just them killing dogs. Yeah. There's like, I don't even think you have none of those names. characters
2: matter. I don't remember them having names. They had names. They had names. and no, it doesn't matter. It does. It does not matter. Yeah. That whole episode just doesn't matter. There's nothing of significance because everything was leading up to everything was the investigation of like when the fucking uh, the plant exploded to that hearing at the end. Like, how did they get from there to there? And then in the middle of it, they're like, this is an episode where like people are (laughs) shooting dogs that's true that's so stupid funny. it's fucking retarded. but i tell people about that episode all the time but dude, if you give me a week i can write a whole show on how chernobyl is actually stupid i'll talk myself out of liking it okay and i don't want to talk myself out of liking chernobyl because i think it is a very well-made show it is well but, but i can uh, if you give me time i'm cynical enough to oh my talk god myself out now of you dude, you're starting to
1: convince dude you're doing a good job with this because i'm already starting to think like man that, it's like the whole thing with um jim norton and between patrice O'Neill when they're talking about face off it, it yeah yeah and you you were it, it felt like you're doing that and then you're like that movie
2: stinks <laughs> i don't you but mean, i don't think chernobyl is bad i just i it's just those things like the one that's a huge flaw that lady is not real mm-hmm. i'm like just why why do you need that Everywhere that dude was, there was like soldiers and doctors and everywhere. I'm like, he didn't talk to anyone else that you can find that was a real person. Yeah. They're like, no, he talked to an invisible lady that isn't real. That saved everything because he wouldn't have had the balls to stand up to the Soviet uh, fucking government. Telling you, man. If it wasn't for this lady. I'm like, that's not a fucking thing. Yeah. That's not a thing. White white dudes
1: are just we're just going we're we're going through it right now. We're just going through it. You can't be a hero. You
2: need know. a woman. We need to get through this goddamn winter right now because I'm I'm ready for white boy summer again.
1: Hell yeah. I'm rip, <laughs> I'm I'm ready to rip my shirt off. I've been doing push ups. Good for you.
2: Yeah, I've been doing push ups. Not me. I've just been fucking eating carbs and drinking more and yeah. having more back pain. <laughs> I well, should be doing deadlifts at four in the morning, but I don't think your neighbor downstairs would like that. I'm very not much. 35 anymore. I don't have that kind of motivation anymore. You
1: never sent me the picture of that. I'd never got to put it in, in the episode.
2: <laughs> what? My dumb videos of me deadlifting and squatting. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I'll send that to you. We'll just, we'll just no, post it's that too for late. no late. It's, it's
1: gone. It, it should go on Instagram. <laughs> um, but the reason, I think the reason people were talking about Chernobyl in, in this whole incident was because of the long term ramifications of having vinyl chloride in your soil. Mm hmm. Like uh, just think of vinyl chloride. That was like used as a like a bioweapon in World War One. It sounds dangerous. There's acid rain. Uh, um this The main thing I wanted to talk about in this episode is I think we've covered before, but kind of vaguely, is Agenda twenty thirty. And and agenda twenty thirty, we'll we'll get into that a little little bit. Uh but the UN and the EPA have been working together to to for, to form this thing called Agenda Twenty Thirty. But uh the EPA ha- the, the EPA was convincing people mm-hmm. that this water was safe to drink, that not, none of this shit was poisoned, which was right away that's a red flag. I want them there was, there's was even this politician. I don't, I don't even know where it's at. Um, what the name of the guy was, but he was drinking water out of a styrofoam cup, and he's like, the water's completely safe. And he takes a sip out of it, kind of like it, it, lo- it. looks identical. Remember the Barack Obama um water video, like during when the Flint thing happened. I thought
2: you were gonna say Mark Zuckerberg in front of fucking Congress, where it, they were yeah, like, why is he drinking water like that? Yeah,
1: that. But that's how if if you ever look at
2: Obama, oh th- video there, like that. Yeah,
1: there there is a Obama video. Look this up because it's very interesting and I kind of want people to, to see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama, he he fake drank a uh, a cup of water. It's um Michael Moore did the thing the the Flint uh, documentary. And this is why people turned on Barack Obama in that that town because it was complete it, it, <laughs> they everyone saw and they're just like, "What the fuck? Like he didn't drink the water."
2: But the, the do you have it right yes. now?
3: Yeah you go
2: I think oh, yeah. uh, here we go yeah. so uh, we want to set it this May 4th 2016 mm-hmm. and uh, it's Obama drinks Flint Michigan water yeah there you go uh, you know generally I have not been doing stunts here but, he drinks you know, this water <laughs> that's how we drink it <laughs> and, uh, this used uh, a filter um, you know the water around this table uh, you know was Flint water that was filtered and it just confirms uh, what we know scientifically, which is uh, that uh, if you're using a filter, if you're installing it, uh, <laughs> then... Shut up. Look at this fucking sign. It says, the ready. president. What an <laughs> ass. <laughs> <That does not. laughs> Who, who's talking this. right now? The need for us to go ahead and replace some of these pipes, because ultimately you want a system in which you don't have to put a filter on it in order to be assured that it's safe.
1: Yeah, it, th- this guy he has the same video. I, I mean he has, he does the same thing, but he the, the difference is it's a, in a styrofoam cup. You don't even know if there's liquid in it and he he like fake drinks it. It's kind of crazy seeing this. Um not even 10 years later
2: and they're convincing you this water is good. The comments on this video are are great. It's brutal. Like it's so brutal. Oh.
1: Yeah, um but one of the, one of the more interesting things that when you, when you think of what happened here, when you're talking about this thing was all planned. Mm. It's uh, when I was talking about the whole Agenda 2030 thing. The e, the EPA um, is working with the United Nations to implement something called repowering, and this is something that not a lot of people would talk about. Repowering, yeah, that
2: sounds terrifying.
1: So repowering, in the simplest of terms, it it says if land is deemed toxic, Mm -hmm. then the government can take over the land and use it for reusable energy. I don't know the laws in Ohio, but in Texas, when you buy land, you only own everything above the soil. You don't own the mineral rights unless you buy the mineral rights. Mm. But what they can do if they deem it toxic, that land is theirs they could just take it it's mm-hmm. theirs now so this this is kind of um goes to what uh what what we talked about in the agenda 21 episode was the wildland project so what the wildland project is is it was it's supposed to take people from rural areas and put them into smart cities so it's, this is like the whole plan this was put in i think it was put in when when bill clinton was president but this is a real project that, that's that happened. Yeah. That they've been kind of this is because when, when you think about Agenda twenty one, agenda twenty thirty, wildland projects, great reset, all this stuff. It's all is connected. I know it's this big conspiracy. It really is. There is a conspira- I mean, it makes
2: sense. Like I've been i I've been saying this about fucking like eventually people will just be gathered into cities where everything is it's like a smart city. Mm-hmm and then the only people who can go out to like you know ski mm-hmm. or fucking go on some trip to like Utah or Colorado or some shit is like are rich people. All the natural resources will be saved for rich people. Yeah. Because and we can't have a bunch of fucking peasants running around.
1: Well the plan is is to get rid of ownership. Mm-hmm. That that's the whole that's the the end game of all this. Well the end game is to depopulate. Yeah. But to to make people weaker you have when you don't have any property you can't live off the land you can't do any of that your water's toxic you can't live there it's it's unlivable mm-hmm. it's going to be deemed as unlivable soon watch
2: yeah. that's going to happen in the next few years and be like all right and that's what's it's already happening with major uh, cities it's a, it's a it's basically this uh you want to talk about intersectionality it's intersectionality of like making cities unlivable mm-hmm. it's like you already have crime you already have it's too expensive. You already have fucking like, can't, it's like, it's that. And then it's like, water is toxic. You can't get food. Mm-hmm. You can't get your mail. You can't get anything. So you just, as many ways as they can find to drive people out of cities or drive people into rather areas they want them to be driven into, it's like, yeah. Why are some of the richest, biggest cities in the world? or at least in this country, just complete fucking shit shows. Yeah. Like there's no reason for that. doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So like, like, why is there skid row in LA? Why is there a tenderloin in San Francisco? What, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it doesn't like, make any goddamn and it, sense. And it's
1: like, it's unique. If
2: yeah. you think about it, that'd be like, if there was a homeless guy living in this room right now, you'd be like, <laughs> be like, well, we can't do anything about it is, you know, it's something that we need to tax other people and then eventually we'll figure out systems to get this guy out of the room be like get the fuck out of this room asshole it's that simple you know what i mean but-
3: Yeah.
1: i was working this i was working this catering event where um it was at antones which is downtown austin oh sure yeah yeah and uh we we the only place it was a plated dinner for like 300 people mm-hmm. and they had like they had these uh kind of blues bands playing it was great but where we, we were like cooking fucking fish in in the alley. And this homeless guy is just like, this is so wild. It, I've never had an experience like this, mm-hmm. but this is like a, this is like a San Francisco Austin kind of unique experience Sure. where there is a homeless guy living in this alley where we we're at, but it was all like boarded up. And like, he's like, man, it's fucked up. You guys over here cooking in my toilet. He's like, this is where I piss at. And <laughs> we're over here cooking fish. And then, like, while I'm there, I'm just seeing all this shit that he's doing. Yeah, He has a girl come in, and this girl, like, sucks his dick. Like, in the fucking alley. You could, you saw it happening, but, like, not directly. You could kind of see it happening. gets quiet. Yeah. Girl's sucking his dick. Pimp. She leaves. And then later on, people were, like, shooting up heroin with him. Mm-hmm. Out in the open. It was all there, and they and they like left that me sounds, there by myself, that sounds, like that sounds fun.
3: That guy, yeah, I mean that this guy's, guy's living the dream.
1: He's having a good time.
2: I'm living my best life. That guy's living his best life.
1: Yeah, I mean he's not gonna live a, a long life. Well, you know, but yeah, the light that burns twice as bright burns <laughs> but half as long. Yeah, <laughs> he he was he was telling me how, how hard of a uh, hard it is to be a, a black man and a black homeless man in Austin. I'm like, yeah, I get it. It doesn't seem fun. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, do, do do they uh, like are white homeless people like doing better somehow? Oops, I accidentally hit the fade. Oh, I wonder mm-hmm. if that's a thing.
1: I don't. There's not a lot of white uh, homeless people downtown Austin. I've noticed it's mostly black guys. It's like it's got to be like ninety percent.
2: I don't know what. Yeah, what. it's probably mostly black guys. Yeah, they 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 put the whites. Um, there are some tweaker ass fucking white dudes out there though. Yeah, big time. White dudes are more tweakery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not, Like black dudes are just like it's just a homeless guy.
1: They want they want to chill. They want to do heroin, so they they're, they're yeah. gonna hang out. They're not they're not they hang to hang out.
2: They're not trying to score a fucking fucking meth with fentanyl laced into it. They're yeah not, they're not into that. I, they're trying to take a nap. They don't they don't want to be up for three days. That's, that sounds great. Take a nap out in a park somewhere. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so under a tree <laughs> that falls on you and kills you, <laughs> <laughs> fucking
3: trees!
1: God damn it,
2: stupid loser trees! Yeah, we got to
1: we got to get rid of them all. We do, uh, we do. agenda twenty thirty to explain all this is an extension <laughs> of a, agenda twenty one. Agenda twenty thirty, also known as a sustainable development goals, was a set of goals decided upon at the UN sustainable development summit in twenty fifteen. It it take it, it takes all of the goals set by agenda twenty one and re. Asserts them as a basis for sustainable development, saying, we reaffirm all the principles of the Rio Declaration of Environment and Development. Adding onto these goals from the original Rio document, the the original document was Agenda 21, Mm -hmm. a total of 17 goals have been agreed on, revolving around the same concepts of Agenda 21, people, planet, prosperity, peace, and partnership. These goals are all geared at saving the planet. So, like, when you see these things, you're like, "Oh, oh, they're not that bad. Yeah. They, 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 like they're, they're like, I'm, I'm all for saving the environment except for trees, fuck the trees, get rid of them. But I'm, I'm all for saving the planet. I don't like pollution. Pollution's bad. We all, we can all kind of agree on this.
2: Yeah. This whole idea of trees, like, well, where do we get to get air from? I'm like, I'm like, what, f- you know what? F- from f- plants. Like, yeah. Don't we have fucking, this is something else make oxygen. I'm sure it does. So, you know.
1: They can't kill all the trees. We'll put a place where the trees can go. Get rid of the other trees in Austin.
2: Yeah, they took down a great man. Well, well, you know what? Well, how about we build the thickest, most dense forest mm-hmm. on the border?
3: Yeah, keep them out. That'll, that'll <laughs> be
2: the wall. It'll just be a a impenetrable forest.
1: Yeah, and put cougars in there,
2: just in case someone tries. It'd be it. like Rambo booby traps yeah like they're just like oh we'll just walk through the forest and we'll be in america and then here comes a
1: fucking log comes comes, smash there comes
2: a (laughs) swinging limb with a spike on it you know (laughs) or you fall into a punji stick pit or some shit
1: (laughs) that's
3: amazing yeah
1: Yeah. um but the thing that makes this thing kind of like where where you think like oh this might be kind of fucked up are the people that are running this thing like klaus schwab is is a big name in there bill gates and these guys Typically, don't have our best interests in mind as humans, because they constantly <laughs> talk about depopulating the planet. Especially Bill Gates.
2: Did you see Klaus Schwab, like endorse, uh, fucking Ron DeSantis? Oh no, no, he didn't. Yeah, I was is just... Ron DeSantis a young global leader? Um, I don't. I hope not. Think so. I think he's. I think he's. Klaus Schwab's. He's, yeah, he's trying to pull some like forty chess shit.
1: Yeah. I want to know if he's a young global leader, because that is
2: interesting. We would, I think, we would have known. He's not even on the World Economic Forum. Not I mean not so much endorsed. He was more of like denouncing Trump mm-hmm. and kind of praising DeSantis. Oh, this, this is the, this is all. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I see what they're doing. We we should all know what they're doing. Yeah, and and,
2: and like they're gaslighting conservatives.
1: Yes, exactly. So, in, in in Klaus Schwab, it, what's wild about Agenda 21 is in Agenda 21, 2030, the Great Reset, Club of Rome, is there's literature out there that there comes they're explaining depopulation. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's more of a conspiracy because there is people working together in creating this grand plan. Mm-hmm. Um, the like. Like they have, they have a book. I know the Club of Rome had the Limits to Growth, which talks about reducing the population by a lot. Mm-hmm. The guy was uh, eugenesis, the eugenics is. Am I saying that right? He, he was in the yeah, yeah. He, that guy was into that. Ted Turner, also a member of the uh, Club of Rome, mm-hmm. he advocated for like getting rid of like half the population of the world. He, like back then he was like it was like five point six billion people. He wanted to take it down to like two billion people, and they're like, "Well, how are you going to do that?" It <laughs> was kind. Of, it was. He didn't expect. I, mean, I think
2: most of the shit that's going on right now is part of uh, trying to just depopulate.
1: Yeah, it's 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 all
2: here. It's it's. They've been telling this stuff for years. In ten years, if it's still if we're still sitting at eight billion people,
1: I'll be shocked.
2: There's no way. Then that I think that we can say that there's an effort to depopulate the earth because Mm -hmm. in 10 years there should be what? 9 million people. Yeah. It it was like the, or 9 billion people, rather 9 million, Mm -hmm. 9 billion people, maybe Mm -hmm. more. But if it's like stays the same or is less, it's like, you know, the, the, come on people. The guy that
1: wrote the, uh, the Georgia Guidestones was a big time conserve, like conservationist Mm -hmm. environmentalist guy. Yeah he you know, also club at rome. Yeah. He uh, it's funny how they exposed what his name is.
2: His name is Charles Manson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah. So this guy um he wanted to be kept secret. And he I don't know if I've ever said this on the episode, but the Georgia guide stones, the guy he um he he had to take this big loan from the bank mm-hmm. because to have those to have this mason make these massive stones. And have all these messages on there. It was going to cost a lot of money, so he he worked with this bank over there in 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 Georgia, and he said the my only uh, stipulation is like you can't put out my real name. He was telling the the banker guy that. Yeah. And he the, the banker guy took took the name like to his almost to his grave, and someone was making a documentary about all this, and he was like, "Hey, I'll I'll, sh- I'll show you that he used to send me these letters. He would send me he would send money in these in these." This is the guy who. Built it, not yeah. the guy who funded it. Uh, the the guy, no, the the they know who built it. The guy that funded it w- is is like the mysterious person. Isn't there s-
2: somebody who has like a pseudonym whose name is connected? Yes. on the he, pl- plaque or something. Yeah, like that? he he went
1: by a pseudonym, but it wasn't his actual name. Like yeah, he, I heard something like it was that. Like, like
2: JC, some I don't remember his. Name. Yeah, it's yeah something like that. But they found out it's who it was JC Superstar. J- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, but um, so they did this documentary where they talked to the the banker guy. He was like, "Yeah, he used to send me these, uh, send he would send me mail with with the checks in them." But he, he's showing it, and he's like covering up like the the actual address and everything. Mm-hmm. But what these documentaries did, which was really sneaky, was they started recording it before he was picking it up, and then uh, people saw it and they mm. tracked down. where this guy lived and who he was. And that's how they found out who he was. They found out he was like this big time environmentalist guy, Mm. which makes me question environmentalists now.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the whole follow the money thing. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Like if you're out there in the world and you, and you got a lot of eyes and ears looking and listening to you, like people should know, like, where did your money come from? Mm-hmm. Especially if you're obviously rich. Yeah, and then
1: you and then you're, you're talking about you have you have a basically this huge stone monument about reducing the fucking planet and 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 forming a one world government. Mm-hmm. It is a it is a conspiracy theorist fever dream. If he was like.
2: I don't know if someone would spend that much money just to troll conspiracy theorists. We should make some guidestones of our own. Yeah. We should have somebody build some, like, weatherproof guidestones, something that's really, something that'll endure through weather or somebody trying to steal them. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we'll mount the stones like we'll we'll mount them onto like a rod, and then have the rod connected to like a block of cement that's like that's eight, eight does feet this. underground, so you can't pull them out. Someone does this for free, yeah. Just do them some random, like in a public park mm-hmm. in Austin. Go do it. Uh, do it somewhere on the greenbelt, or yeah, do it at fucking Barton Springs. Oh, just okay. while you're walking on a trail, there's these stone. They don't have to be fucking fifty feet tall. Just make them four feet tall, and yeah. at some point, someone's gonna be like when did these get put in and then you read them and like what what kind of crazy shit we'll make our own guide stones with our own things and then since sculpture falls that's the best place to put them at yeah and and just never mention it just have someone install it and just walk away because i'm sure for weeks maybe months people will just be like oh the city put that there or something yeah but then eventually someone's gonna stop and read it and be like take a picture and be like when did this get here i don't i've lived here my whole life when Dude, has anyone seen these stones with this goofy shit written on it's it? It's like talking about warm world governments? Yeah. That's weird. Or something like that.
1: that. That's actually not a bad idea for somebody that's just trying to, like, create t- tourism.
2: hmm Yeah. Or just have it say something crazy on it. Something completely the opposite of the Georgia Guide Stone.
1: Yeah. There should be 16 billion people in this planet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. Just ha- try to have there ni- should be as many languages as possible, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, in
1: 2016, I don't know if you ever read this article about the you will own nothing and be happy, but yeah, there's an article in Forbes. It said it's titled I Own Nothing, Have No Privacy, and Life Has Never Been Better, written by Ida Akin. <laughs> <Aachen. laughs> written by El Chapo, yeah. <laughs> In this article, it talked about like her th- this this new world, kind of like her version of a utopian society in these smart cities,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, um, where you don't own anything. This article is cool, fucking wild. I read it last night, and it was like it kind of freaked me out. Um, so she talks about how you borrow cars when it's time to cook. You rent the appliances. So like you were like, I want I want to make my own pasta, and you just you just kind of put on your phone, and then a robot brings you a pasta maker, whatever.
2: Yeah. Um. So, well, every, it, what you need to do is you need to make people really bad at everything. Mm-hmm. That's the only like simple things like, like cast iron pans. You can mm-hmm. rent a cast iron pans. Like no, it's like I. It's like this was my father's cast iron pan, and now it is mine, and it will mm-hmm. become my ch- my child's, yeah, or like my. Like you can't own that or like knives. That's everyone's if cast you, iron pan. They want you to not take pride in anything. Yeah. It's like, it's like if you have something where it's just like, I want to pass this down to somebody, What's you a can't, p- you can't do that in a world where you don't own anything. That, that means wills will go away. Mm-hmm. Think about that. No, no will. Yeah. If you die unexpectedly and you're a young guy, let's say it's you mm-hmm. imagine a world where it's just like you die and all your shit gets given to everyone else. Instead yeah, of your wife and children. <laughs> if
1: you're trying to pass something on, it, it's like the whole scene on Pulp Fiction with uh, Christopher Walken, where he had to put the clock up his ass. So well, it
2: was it was a watch. Oh, it was a watch. The clock would have been, that would have been absurd.
1: Well, uh, maybe like a pocket, like the ones that you put in your front pocket. Oh, that, yeah. like, like a
2: pocket watch. Yeah, a little pocket watch in my like, ass. Yeah. yeah, like a prison pocket.
1: Yeah, and that, that's just to pass it down. Like, mm-hmm. we used to own things in the old world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the, she's explaining how everything's a service. You don't own anything. People live in your fucking house when you're not there, or they mm-hmm. work in your house. So you go out and you're like, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends at the park, and then someone's gonna be, uh, someone's gonna be living. I mean, someone's gonna be working there as you're gone. So like, you you kind of you don't own the space you're in. Mm-hmm. And then she, she kind of complained about like you don't have any privacy anymore. It's kind of annoying, but whatever. It's it, that's that's the that's just like a small part of it. And then. The 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 kind of some of the weird the weirdest part about this whole article was about the people that pushed back. There's a there's a part of it where they othered these people. These people are othered, so they they see um, these these people don't live in the city. They rejected this idea, and they live in these abandoned 19th century homes where they formed these self supplying communities. It, and like, it, I thought that was kind of cool that they put that in there, mm-hmm. but they made them look like they're a bunch of fucking maniacs and they live in like, like just poor and it's all shitty over there while well, you're inside this mega, um, smart city or 15 minute city was whatever yeah. they want to call them. Well, and
2: everything's great. Let me, uh, uh, let me, let me coin a term here. It's called the ghettoing.
1: Yes. That's, that's a good
2: one. That's, I like it. That's what they're doing. The mm-hmm. ghettoing. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the ghettoing is they want to make it just omnipresent. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. It's in yeah. your it's in your food, your water. It's on it's 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 in your, the, the fiber of your clothes. There's no escaping it. It's you know, that's what it is. They they it's the ghettoing. They want to place you into a preordained ghetto. That yeah. That they decide is what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And the thing about ghettos is the, the we all don't live in one ghetto. There's some are nicer than others. Mm-hmm. It's like animal farm shit. It's just like animal farm. That's a good uh, yeah. Because it's like yeah, all animals are equal, but some are more equal than mm-hmm. others. And like the horses, they it's were, it's like, like the well, workers. I'm like, so what? I could just live next to the Obamas. I'm like oh, I get no, to not. borrow Barack Obama's fucking barbecue, like Homer Simpson, like mm-hmm. and never give it back. Like what? Hmm. I'm like, can I pick where I live? Yeah. If, if if I don't own anything, can I just pick where I want to live? Yeah. And ha- it they, or they, it, someone tell me where I they're get not to paying. Live?
1: They're not paying rent in this world. They're just kind of like you're living in a space yeah. that you don't own. But yeah, you're, you're, I want to live you're, in Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right when you're saying the Animal Farm thing because when they started realizing that, like the horse, he's like, I'm breaking my fucking legs. To keep this society going. Yeah. They start turning on each other. Right. It's a dystopian future. It it, it would probably be cool for like a, maybe a,
2: not even a year until these people start killing. It's like mousetopia. Yeah. You have to give people a fucking. People need to have purpose. Mm-hmm. And you have to let people discover that purpose. You don't tell them their fucking purpose. Mm-hmm. Like no one's just going to willingly be a fucking nurse at a fucking ronald mcdonald house where it's every day all your all all the people you see and take care of are children with cancer no no one's gonna be just told they have to do that yeah it takes pe it takes a special type of person to do that job
1: yeah you were like wait i i gotta go work at the at the at the fucking child death camp
2: <laughs> no thanks yeah there's people who are just like not going to do it and my mother's a nurse and I just absolutely no way I could be able to stomach See, or have the either. mental fortitude that she has. Mm-hmm. You know, I aspire to be as mentally stable and as strong as her, but it's mm-hmm. like, but I have something to aspire to. Yeah. If people have nothing to aspire to, then nothing will ever fucking get done. No one's going to drive trains. No one's going to dig coal. This is how you create genocide is you just make everyone just commit
1: suicide and kill each other.
2: Well, no production will, no meaningful production will get done except for the people who can afford it. The people in charge will get all their food, their water, their electricity, their homes, their roads. Everyone else is fucked because who wants to build roads? See, this is why they won't kill the others because they're like, we still need the slaves. You
1: need slaves. Yeah, so these are you, so us, the people that fight back against it, we will be the slaves, but we'll probably live a little longer. So this new world, it's not good either way, mm-hmm. but we will be the cockroaches that survive everything, which I consider myself a cockroach because I just I just, I just figure it out I just survive.
2: Yeah, or you'll end up like fucking Ron Swanson and his gay husband on uh, The Last of Us, and you, you'll just kill yourself. <laughs>
1: I don't. I don't watch the shows.
2: Everyone's every, there's so, one episode that's Ron Swanson is like a. a a survivalist guy Mm -hmm. who owns this really nice house and this dude shows up and then they start a romantic relationship and then they basically live with each other for like three decades Mm -hmm. and then uh, one of the dudes gets cancer and then uh like he's basically like hey ron swans i need you to kill me because there's no medicine so i'm gonna die so i'd rather just like you like kill me yeah and so they basically have this dinner and Ron Swanson puts all these drugs in his fuck. He's basically going to make him OD, he puts it in his wine and shit. But Ron Swanson's like, well, I want to die too, because he's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to die by myself. I don't want to fucking just stay here and fucking like, yeah, you're the only gay guy in this whole the f-
1: planet. What the fuck?
2: <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no one else to fuck unless it's by force. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to turn into Mohawk guy from fucking Mad Max and find a little blonde dude to fuck. Yeah. And yeah, that guy like, got killed. He got a fucking boomerang to the head. Yeah, it's just like, I, I can't be in this world unless He's you're like, not I'm here. I'm too old to have a boomerang fucking fuck kid, all right? Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's going to be another thing, because other countries are doing that, where they're just like, oh, yeah, if you want suicide, like the, the, the government can help you find a doctor who specializes in fucking
1: killing yourself. Like Canada. Canada has an assisted suicide program.
2: Yeah. That's... And, and that's going to be a that's going to become a big thing it's going to be in tv oh, yeah. shows there's going to be fucking eventually commercials for it and i know that sounds crazy but i think that's that's going to be part of healthcare the way people fight for trans fucking reassignment surgeries for children yeah. and abortions and stuff like that people are going to be like assisted suicide is going to be way up there because people are like okay and you're going to see conservatives, dude. Imagine putting this. Conservatives stuff. are get, there's going to be some conservatives who are also get a fucking like see eye to eye with like really left wing people. They're going to be. They like, always do. Like you have the right to fuck. They're like you're going to have a couple. That's how libertarians are going to go mainstream. They're going to be like, what? I can't kill myself. Yeah. Is that illegal to for me to fucking kill myself? Which like, is
1: which is it makes sense because you, as long as you're not
2: hurting anyone's property, exactly. I, I get why. Like how, I should be able to fucking go into a clinic. Like if if I can go to a clinic and have fucking heroin injected into me, mm-hmm. like I should be able to fucking go somewhere and have like they inject me with something that stops my heart and then you do you just do whatever with my body doesn't matter. So harvest it for organs or whatever the fuck you, or use it for yeah. medical research. And people are going to frame it that way. And people will be like, that's fair. Like, you don't want to live anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you just commit suicide, and then we'll just use your body for science.
1: Yeah, That, that I'm, I'm an organ donor, and I did that mm-hmm. when I was 18 when I put the, like, when you signed the thing. Yeah. I don't know if you can get rid of that. I don't want to well, donate Cali- my I, In anymore. California,
2: it's just a little sticker you put on your license. You can just peel it off with your finger now. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: It's not, a, there's no I, documents. I die
2: with all my organs.
1: I don't want anyone taking my organs. Fuck that. Yeah, like, you Oh, you need a new heart? Too bad. That one's going into it, the earth because people think a they're donor gonna, is. gonna put like, it. Yeah, they're gonna. Someone's gonna, gonna set need, me on fire. Yeah, someone's
2: gonna need like a heart trans, like a, a like a a twelve year old girl who gets mm-hmm. hit by a stray bullet's gonna need a heart transplant. Suddenly, like, it's no. like no, no, no. They're gonna carve you up for medical research. That's yeah. what happens ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, you you're gonna wake up two thousand years from now and you're gonna be a fucking cyborg. That's right. And you're gonna be mad. You're,
1: you're gonna be like, mad. like fuck. I that one day. And not a
2: cool fighting. Dangerous cyborg, like you're literally going to be a ring camera. Yeah, on some fucking rich guy's castle. <laughs> That's this gonna be your job. Sucks. You're just, you're just, you're just Hal Nine Thousand, but you don't have the ability to like kill <laughs> anybody. You're just like, oh, this is my whole life. I just, just look at the front of this guy's porch and make sure his Amazon packages don't get stolen. It's <laughs> fucking lame.
1: Yeah, it's so. So this whole world that she's describing, it's like a sci-fi dystopian world. It's fucked up. And, like, the person who wrote this article, uh, Ida Akin, she, like, it was no surprise when I typed her name in the World Economic Forum's website when she popped up as a young global leader. She was also head of the EU delegation at Rio, the one we just talked about for uh, Agenda 2030, where the UN Sustainable Development Goals were agreed upon. Her current title for the World Economic Forum is, get this, her, her, her title is Agenda Contributor. So she's setting an agenda.
2: <laughs> she's contributing to the agenda it sounds like.
1: Good
3: for her.
2: Look at you. And
3: I'm helping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the so the World Economic Forum is the most power it's more powerful than you can even imagine. Like the more you you dig into them, mm-hmm. you're like this thing is layered. They're more powerful than than I thought. Yeah. And they they groom these future global leaders. Um, some of the names included in the young global leaders are Justin Trudeau, Tony Blair, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Vladimir Zelensky, Dan Crenshaw, Emmanuel Macron, Vladimir Putin, etc. Yeah, these in like he mm-hmm. he has boasted about uh, Justin Trudeau, like half of his cabinet are, are young global leaders. And then he's even boasted about like uh, penetrating uh, major governments, their cabinets and said he's putting his people in there.
2: Okay like we we should look into the idea of like why do these people come into and sustain power? like why and I'm not suggesting any anyone should do anything illegal, but it's like, why don't people try to kill these people? People just, they just don't.
1: Well, in and, and the person that's doing the Re- best,
2: Reagan uh, got shot twice. Yeah. And you just never hear about people just being like, I fucking can't take it anymore. I'm going to fucking kill whoever. You don't, you, you, know you know never crazy. hear about, it seems like it should be happening all the time or at least people making attempts. Wasn't John Hinkley, is name John Hinkley,
1: right? John Hinkley. Yeah. Yeah. John Hinkley was having dinner with George H. Bush. Did you know about that? Like the day, like I think right before he did shoot him, he was having dinner with him
2: tight. That's, that's the move. Yeah. That's how you get close. But yeah, I think
1: the bushes have weird dinners.
2: Yeah. For all the kooks that were led to believe are in the world. Like you would think there would be, they'd be talking about fucking assassination attempts every day on the news and you don't. And I think that's weird. Yeah. I don't think that, you know, people should be targeted and murdered. But um, it seems like it should happen all the time. You know what I mean? Like like, like black on black violence in like Chicago mm-hmm. happens every day. But you don't have like some kooky motherfucker with a homemade uh, ghost gun trying to kill the head of some fucking, yeah, some CEO of some fucking company or some politician. It's like like Unabomber shit. It's like the Unabomber sent fucking bombs to people who he thought were dangerous to the world because of what they were doing uh, with their profession. Like, they felt like what they were doing with their profession was going to lead to a world that was going to be consumed by technology and just dehumanize everything. No,
1: yeah, and, and no one is as principled as a Unabomber. Like he he had rules. Like he like as crazy as it sounds. Uh, when when you read what was his um his His manifesto his manifesto was like what was it like? It it was a big manifesto. I don't remember how big it was, but he's explaining why he was, and I don't think people have that time anymore.
2: I mean it 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 was completely printed in like the Washington Post. Mm -hmm. It but it wasn't super long. I mean it's it's. It's a lot to read, but it's not like it's you know a thousand pages or something like that. It was called industrial society and its future, yeah, and we should do a
1: Unabomber episode. We
2: should do a unibom we should go through the uh his uh his manifesto point by point and just break it down and be yeah. like how how crazy is it yeah <laughs> said, that's a good idea i my when i when okay so that <sighs> was ninety five so I was in eighth grade. My One of my teachers went through the the Unabomber's manifesto mm-hmm. in class. And, like, we just went through it. And she he, was like, let's do some LSD. What teacher was I? I know it was a dude, but, like, I still couldn't wrap my my, <laughs> he was my, like, my mind around it. Does out. this
1: sound wrong to you?
2: That's every time <laughs> he goes over your point. Come on, he had a point. He's, I mean, it's, 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 where's the lie? No, uh. <laughs> But you know, I don't know. Maybe we should go through the Unabomber's manifesto and um, yeah, break it. Just break it down point by point. See I'll, how kooky it really is.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure there's a
2: ton of bullshit in there, but
3: uh yeah.
1: yeah we'll, we'll, we'll take the good parts. Well, a- yeah. a- and like, no, the the thing about the World Economic Forum is it's still like it's been going on for a while, but people are are just kind of waking up to it. And like, people like Avi Yemeni were, were like out there actually hard asking the hard questions. He he was like going up to him like, hey, what, like, why, why are like this? this dude is such a good. I, 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 I love, love a- that. Avi a-
2: many he's, he's great.
1: He's I I just found out about him like maybe a month ago. And mm-hmm. in, in Rebel News, I was like Rebel like like I I turned on their notifications on Twitter because
2: it's so good. Whatever James O'Keefe starts up next, he should just hire Avi a- many just, just have him come to our. Yeah, just import them.
1: Yeah, I I unfollowed uh, Project Veritas because what they did to James O'Keefe just it, it just sound it it was wrong to me. Mm. But
2: I don't um, I don't know the particulars. I just know it kind of turned sideways. All yeah, of, all of his board of directors kind of turn on you know, him. Turn on him. Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah. So all these terms like build back better, um, Agenda twenty thirty, uh, Agenda twenty one, the Green New Deal, Davos Agenda, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, the Great Reset and the, the new normal, all fundamentally fundamentally the same agenda and are used interchangeably by organizations such as the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, the World Bank, and the Rockefeller Foundation. Klaus Schwab is probably the second most powerful person in the world. When you think about it, the most powerful person, of course, is uh, Henry Kissinger. Klaus Schwab was mentioned by Kissinger, or mentored, not mentioned. He was mentored by Kissinger. Mm-hmm. One of the founding members of the Trilateral Commission, uh, uh, he was a Bilderberg meeting regular, and he infamously, or, and I'm talking about Henry Kissinger, he infamously yes. ordered the strikes in Vietnam, where they dropped twenty thousand tons of bombs that killed over a thousand, over a thousand citizens. It's like sixteen hundred people were killed um, on Christmas over forty years ago. For context, that's more bombs that were dropped in all of World War II was just in this airstrike.
2: On Christmas. <laughs> in... But in Vietnam, they're communists? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're they co- don't believe in Christmas. Yeah, that's true. They don't believe in God. They're a bunch of They're Godless. not like, wow, why would Henry Kissinger do this on Christmas? They, they're they probably un- unaware that Christmas was yeah. even happening.
1: Nothing matters. That's what they're saying. Nothing matters anyway. Hmm. Hen- but Henry Kissinger is the most evil person to ever walk there. Wear area.
2: horn-rimmed glasses.
1: Yeah. He's... He's a fucking monster. He's responsible for more deaths than anyone in history. Just think about that. Because you, you, like, he... Really? Yeah. More than, like, Stalin mm-hmm. or Mao? Just think of what, how, like, the, the, the things he ordered. like Like, when you think about Stalin, <laughs> these are policies he put in to get these people killed. Henry Kissinger was in charge of this stuff during Vietnam. Mm -hmm. He was also oversaw a lot of stuff in some of the later wars. Just look into, like, maybe not more than anyone in the world, but he's definitely up there, and he's still running shit right now. Just think of all the lives that were affected by Henry Kissinger. He's been around since, like, the 60s.
2: Yeah. He's 100 years old. He turns 100 this year. I mean a person maybe the maybe the most maybe the highest body count of anybody with like western influence. Yeah. Who, you know, it's someone who's not like a dictator. Mm-hmm. He's basically the highest a dictator. body count of somebody who's not a dictator, probably. And he's basically
1: a dictator when you think about it. Like he I mean, he also worked with Donald Rumsfeld, another very evil person. Like they mm-hmm. they were partners. <laughs> so, when you when you think of like the the WEF and Klaus Schwab, how they're gonna say, Like, how is a guy that was mentored by Henry Kissinger going to save the world? Like, you don't think they will poison the water and food supply in East Eastern Pal- East Palestine in order to further their their agenda? Like that. That's the kind of stuff I think about
3: mm-hmm.
1: when you, you like when we we're talking about how. Oh, they're doing stuff for the climate. All this stuff is good in the long long term. It's it's ran by evil people. Mm-hmm. There there's something bad about it. And we and the more you look into, it, you're like, oh, this is fucked up.
2: Yeah. Because um, I could see their point of view of like, it's like, look, you t- if all these fucking people would just give us more control, we like.
3: We can save the we world. Can,
2: we, can, we can make stability in the world happen. Mm-hmm. And I think they have a point. The, 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 I, 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 I think they have a point in that like, they think they're right, where yeah. they're just like, if you just saw it our way, mm-hmm. it would be easy. You know what I mean? And maybe it would. Mm-hmm. But uh, what was it? Uh, I think Jordan Peterson, he referred to Nazi Germany as like, People think that what happened in Nazi Germany was uncivilized. He's like, he's like, I think what happened there was too civilized. (laughs) That's what happens when a civilization gets, becomes too civilized. So I think, I think, you know, if they had their way, the world would would become too civilized. I know. I don't think it would be, I don't think it would be a dark dystopia. I think just like you'd have about 30 years of everyone dying off Mm -hmm. and enslaved and then uh, whoever's left will have a pretty good life. No, that's I don't, all I, the people who submit. All the people I don't who think submit, it would be good. I think It's not would, like 1984. Everyone likes to say it's like 1984. It's like, no, everyone in 1984 was miserable. Yeah, I'm like, the people who submit in the world that they're thinking of will have a great life, but you must be completely compliant I, I don't, to make the people above you happy.
1: I think the problems that we have right now Because you'll have these people, they're called debt slaves. So these people that are left alive will be slaves to these, like, oligarchs. So they will be, like, or these technocratic oligarchs. So they will be running everything. There will be, like, it would be a dictatorship. It will be, like, a a legit monarchy. There would be, like, Mm -hmm. no voting. There would be a bunch of unelected officials that run the world. It would be a one-world government, and these people will not... They, I mean, they'll have no power. And you I do, see
2: their point of view, this whole, I, I think the whole idea of like, you can't trust voting. I don't mm-hmm. think that's a conservative idea. I think that's something that they came up with. Yeah. So that they can be like, well, see, voting doesn't work.
1: It's a misinformation it, it, campaign it, it, that they started. Yeah, and yeah, they said that people like us get, are, are Voting arguing. gets
2: hacked. Fucking people, you know, people want, it's it like, if you let people cheat the casino, people mm-hmm. are going to cheat the casino. Yeah. So we need need pit bosses and cameras and shit to make sure the casino isn't getting fucking ripped off and we keep everything fair and square. Mm -hmm. I think that's how things like voting are looked at. They're like, if you give us more control, and eventually they'll just get rid of voting because they're like, Mm -hmm. we tried and it doesn't really work.
3: Yeah, that's old world stuff. And we'll
2: use science and technology to install people who are less likely to become dictators and kill a bunch of people and be in bed with corporations allegedly but none of that'll happen but i think if they do come into power whoever just submits will probably have a fairly decent life meaning that like no one will go hungry no one will be poor no one will live in a shitty fucking place everything everything will be kind of nice but you'll you have zero freedom
1: it's kind of like when you think about revolutions how they're bloody but after the revolution's over, then it's like back to regular life, and you just think about how bloody and, and awful the revolution is. So the killing of people is their revolution of just mass genocide, and then whoever lives, you just like, all right, this is a society yeah, now, and they have, you know, it's not. It would. It would be.
2: This is their their. This is their data. This mm-hmm. is their spy network. Now you don't need fucking. You don't need fucking spies out there. You don't need fucking fake birds. They're like, they know who's compliant.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: And they know who's not compliant. And they, there's probably more compliant people than non-compliant people. Yeah. Yeah. So their, their world is probably going to happen because they got everyone by the fucking balls and most people are not going to fight back. Most people will just accept what's on TV. That's what, that's what these things have done to you. They made you fucking, everyone's compliant. They made you docile. Yeah. Like so when they come in and take everything over, no one's gonna fight them.
1: Yeah. It's not good, guys. You, you have a handful of
2: celebrities that people generally like just be like, oh, I think it's great. Yeah. Like 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 Aegis Alba. Yeah. Also at the World Economic Forum yeah. giving a speech.
1: <laughs> what the fuck, man? People
2: wanted that guy to be James Bond. Yeah. And I was like, we can't have a black James that, Bond, that sorry. Was, yeah, can't.
1: especially not a fucking British black yeah. James Bond.
2: Because they made tenant.
1: And yeah, we saw how even though James out. Bond's British,
2: <laughs> but yeah. th- they should make an American black
1: guy as a uh, James Bond.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it would, you can't have an American guy be James Bond. James Bond is a white British dude. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. You can't be. You can make a black James Bond. You just have to name him something else. Yeah. You can't be Double O Seven. But you that's gotta what be like- that's not what the Tenant movie was. No, I don't know. But I heard that bombed. It's like, just make a black James Bond. Yeah. But American yeah put him in the cia yeah to have a black jason Bourne. yeah there yeah it's it's already happened guys (laughs) just make a prequel like okay well who trains jason Bourne? and it's like just be like it's some black dude Mm -hmm. but it has to be a black dude everyone likes yeah can't be like michael b jordan no one likes him
1: yeah he he's got to be cool but he also has to be like like denzel's
2: too old he can't be like too
1: aggressive He's got to be, like, cool, but he's also like, I could bring this guy around with my other
3: white friends. He needs to be a (laughs) modern-day Denzel Washington
2: because Denzel Washington is super cool. He's super smooth, Mm -hmm. but, like, you see him on, like, A Man on Fire and Book of Eli and stuff like that. Like, he can handle being a guy who seems like he can walk into a room and fuck up everybody Yeah, if you write it correctly Mm because he's a good actor. You need someone like that Yeah, to be, like, "There, there we go. This is brilliant. This is good shit. Yeah. A prequel to The Born Identity. It's like who trained Jason Bourne, and it's this one black dude. It can't be The Rock, because The Rock's too big. He's also not black enough. Yeah, it, we need... You can't th- have some Samoan guy be the guy who trained Jason Bourne. Damn, I don't even know. Who would be the new fucking... I don't know. I, my reference of black actors is... They're
1: not. all old. I was like, not Will Smith, because he's definitely old. Can't be Chris Rock.
2: Cause... No. <laughs> you can't have some goofy motherfucker. You need to have a guy who's a serious actor.
1: Yeah, it can't be Dave Chappelle.
2: Um, um who's the dude from westworld barney i don't know Bar- bernard the guy with the glasses he's like the new uh jim gordon in the uh fucking uh ro- do you see the robert pattinson batman movie
1: no i, w- I won't watch
2: that Not it's, what robert it's Past- pretty good is it but they have commissioner gordon is this, this black dude from westworld oh, man what? and also commissioner gordon like jim gordon's a white guy sorry like yeah he just is. Okay. It's Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman is fucking Commissioner Golden, uh, Gordon to me. Yeah. It's, it, but that guy who played him is actually a really good actor. And I was like, ah, eh, that's actually a really good casting choice. But if that dude, I don't know how old he is, get him on some fucking testosterone, mm-hmm. get him in shape, get, have him do the whole John Wick training thing, have him do fucking judo and teach him fucking tactical gunfighting. I think that guy could pull off being a really good, like, the guy who, chain, who trained Jason Bourne. It
1: should be uh, Robert Downey Jr. in Blackface.
2: That's who it should be. <laughs> His character from Tropic Thunder? Yeah, it should be. Sure. Who, that
1: would be fucking perfect.
2: That, I, you know what? I think that movie would do very well. That's People fucking. are not going to not watch that movie. This they're is
1: how we fight back against good the Good
2: luck boycotting. They're Ro- like, dude, this, the prequel to fucking The Bourne Identity with Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> in Blackface? <laughs> what? How do you not watch that? I don't care how much of a fucking activist or fucking whatever you are, you're gonna watch that movie.
1: Yeah, you're just gonna. It's only on BET (laughs) Plus.
2: Why? (laughs) That would make. Oh my god, it's only on BET. BET Plus just blows up. Oh my god. <laughs> he just does a press tour in blackface because <laughs> everyone loves Robert Downey they're, Jr. They're just
1: like, damn, this movie's good as fuck.
2: I'm like, damn, he's he's good. He's though. real good. He's really good.
1: Fuck, <laughs> it's on BT Plus, so they're like, it's not racist. It's on the Black Entertainment
2: Channel. Like, remember when remember Ninja Turtles cartoon like back in the day? Yeah, like Shredder was played by a black dude. Yeah, but Shredder was, I guess, an Asian guy.
3: Yeah, he it, looks white. But. And
2: then on, on the Ninja Turtles on the on the actual movie,
1: mm-hmm. they are all played not the voices; they were all played by black guys.
2: What Ninja Turtle what the movie? Like,
1: yeah, the 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 ones in the '90s, the ones all
2: that were played by black guys. Yeah, I think I, I think don't Joel. Think that's true. I think Joel told me that. So I, I think Joel it. was lying to you. Oh man, it's not. I don't think that's true. Well, they they look like they they were. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying? I just believed him. Are you saying black guys look like Ninja Turtles? Yeah. <laughs> Is this the one that's gonna get get us kicked off of Spotify? <laughs> oh, Sean.
3: Yeah.
1: Sean. Uh, what, what's going on, Skeleton Factory? <laughs> <laughs> nice segue.
2: Robert Downey Jr. in blackface. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. Um, <laughs> yeah, I review Robert Downey Jr. films, but as if like how better they would be if he was in blackface. Yeah. Like he does Chaplin and Blackface and <laughs> Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. <laughs> um Pretty in Pink. Uh no. So on Skeleton Factory on episode fifty-four, I will be doing uh two short films connected to the uh now dead uh singer of the uh, death rock goth band uh, Christian Death, mm-hmm. uh Roz Williams. Uh two short films, one called Pig, which uh Roz Williams co-directed with Uh, Director Nico B. and uh, 1334, another short film that's connected to the film Pig, directed by Nico B. Uh, He directed that after Ross William uh, committed suicide. And then the second film is a 1971 Spanish film called Viva La Muerte, directed by, what's that dude's name? Fernando Arbal. Who is sort of contemporary with Alejandro Jodorowsky? So you can kind of get a sense of what, what his movies are like. They're kind of crazy, but it's basically a movie about um, uh, a boy growing up during the uh, Spanish Civil War. But it's very trippy. It's very violent. It's very overly sexualized, and it's a. Uh, but it's uh, I find it to be a very interesting movie, and that's on episode fifty four, Skeleton Factory. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory. That's probably the best place to follow skeleton factory. It's, it's all movies all the time, especially cult films. And I'm also on Twitter at SF a T X. And there's also additional episodes for Patreon uh, only it's at uh, patreon.com forward slash skeleton factory. There's a bunch of free episodes on there. So you don't have to necessarily be a patron to listen to them. But become a patron because uh, I need money. Yes. For uh, coffee, alcohol, and um, I don't know, to pay for these lights. Yes. All the electricity we're using in this place. Yes. We have like 30 things
1: plugged into the same outlet. You got to see it. It's amazing.
2: And that's on Skeleton Factory. Check it out. And uh, next episode on Patreon, I'll probably be reviewing the twenty. 23 film uh the civil dead a modern day uh ghost story movie that's actually uh pretty funny i liked it very much it's a it's like a low budget movie but it's the most efficient low budget movie i've ever seen and it's genuinely funny and i liked it a lot yeah yeah the yeah so check that out
1: definitely follow him on on instagram and uh, uh like help help support him on, on patreon like you got he, he's put he puts out a lot of shit and takes a lot of uh research watching movies writing uh promo videos so this all, all that stuff helps out like you can help us out to patreon.com forward slash comment podcast um and and if you just want to follow and 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 hang out on Instagram. You can hit me up on there. It's at con underscore man underscore podcast. So that's where you can find. Ma- that. That's the main uh, social media website I use. Or app I use. Not website. How fucking old am I? Um, <laughs> Twitter. I'm on there too. At comment podcast one. And you can follow. Um, I, I, I have a link tree in all those. So that's where you can find where the merch is at. We got hats. Got my hat right here. Snapbacks. Pretty Very cool. Nice. Uh, we got the t shirts. We got our new t shirts up there. We got we got uh what else we have on there? Uh, like we have like tote bags. Um, what else? Uh, just, just go on go on the website. You can go find it. I haven't seen what else we have on there, but yeah. Thanks for for checking us out. Help support us. Uh, video Rumble, uh, Rockfin, um, clips are on YouTube. We have a we have a little account. Is like seventeen followers. We went from like almost a <laughs> thousand subscribers on YouTube to to seventeen because <laughs> YouTube just deleted our shit, fucked up. But yeah, um, yeah. So tell tell your your family, your friends about us and help help spread the word because the algorithm is definitely not on our side. But yeah, we're show's growing like crazy. So like, the, people are spreading the word. Been and, been um, and seeing a lot of. A lot of action on on instagram so yeah keep it up um i'll try to answer every message so just hit me up i, I like talking conspiracies when i can so yeah we'll talk to you guys talk to you guys next week bye bye